Welcome to the Greenwich Means Business podcast. Welcome back to Greenwich Means Business podcast. Today's episode will be on registration for the new academic year here at the University of Greenwich. Today we have student experience and administration officers Atlanta and Bilal to discuss everything you'll need to know. So as we're at the start, as we're about to start the new academic year, all the students at the University of, University of Greenwich, old and new, must register on our online student portal. So first things first, when does registration open and when does it close? So registration opens at different times uh, for new and continuing students. So for new students, it will be Monday the 22nd of August at 9am. For continuing students, it will be Tuesday the 30th of August at 9am. And it closes for both of those cohorts at the same time, which will be Friday the 7th of October at 9am. Okay, brilliant. And from what I know, the registration process is different for current and new students. So can you talk me through those processes? Yeah, uh, with the current students, it's a fairly easy process as they have already done it when they started the university. What they need to go is sign up to the portal and find a page to do the online registration and that will take them to all the details they will fill out if the address has changed or anything along those lines. And uh, they don't have to do the step two, so they will only have online registration that will allow them to register. And I said by Atlanta earlier that they start to register on the 30th of August and that finishes on the 7th. So in between time, they can just do it online wherever they are uh, and done with the registration part. Okay, and if they, if nothing's changed, like if they live in the same place and everything, do they have to still register? Yes, that's a very good point. I think they still have to register it. Even our students who are completing their dissertation right now will still have to register themselves for the next academic year because that's when the degree outcome will come. So if you're a continuing student from first, second year, going into your third year, you still have to register. Or if you're a master's student who started in September 2021 or Jan 2022 or April 2022, then you still have to register for the same process. Brilliant. And then what about new students? So for new students, it's a bit more complicated than that because obviously they haven't registered as a student before. So usually they will receive an invitation when registration is open and it will contain information on how to register. Um, students, new students will also need to receive their login, so they'll need their username and password beforehand before they do that. And then they'll log in uh, on the student portal with those credentials to start online registration. Uh, once they've completed step one, uh, they will have to do step two, which is the document check. So with document checks, uh, they will need to be confirmed before you can fully complete registration and before you can receive your student ID card. So first of all, there will be an online check of qualifications. You will send that to documentchecks at gre.ac.uk. There will also be an on-campus check for your um, identification and any relevant immigration documents. So again, this is different. If you're a home student, you just need your passport or a UK driving licence or a birth certificate. Uh, if you're an EU student, you'll need your passport and also um, evidence of like pre-settled or settled status. Um, if you are an international non-EU student, you will need your passport and an immigration document such as your visa or your BRP. Um, brilliant. So then once they've uh, registered with all the documentation they need or they've re-registered as current students, when do students receive their timetables? Because I know this is a thing that students get like anxiety over because they're like, when am I going to be in? What buildings do I need to go to? And they like, a lot of people like to pre-plan. Yeah, of course, definitely. You need to know exactly when your classes are. So again, this is different for new and continuous students. 
For new students, it really depends on when you have completed registration, but usually we aim to get them out um, at the beginning or middle of September. When, once you have registered, it doesn't mean that you'll automatically receive your timetable straight away. It might take some while for the system to update. So it's good practice and good to ensure that you register on time so that you can get your timetable as soon as possible. So for continuing students, they will receive their timetable around middle or end of August because they're, you know, already at the university, so it doesn't take so long to get their timetable ready for them. Okay, so would you suggest earlier registration, the better? Yeah, definitely, so we can get that timetable ready for you. Brilliant. Okay, um, so in terms of visas, we have a lot of international students here at the University of Greenwich. What if a student asks this question, actually, they've asked, what if their visa is late? Like, what, can they still register or do they have to wait for the visa to come through to be able to do that? Uh, again, I think a uh, brilliant question. And a university which has 160 plus international students uh, with both staff and students in the community, it's an important question to go forward with. Um, so we as a university have a dedicated team who is there on hands on deck to support our students for the visa questions or queries they have, whether they are coming to us or whether they are planning to come to us. But uh, I will come to those students who are planning to come this September, like this academic year with us to study. Uh, you should have been given your CASAS. Uh, CASAS is a confirmation of student status, sorry. Confirmation of student status, which allows you to apply for your visa. So once you have received that from our international office, you should be able to apply for the visa. And it should roughly take, depending on which country you're applying to, roughly 21 days. So let's say, that time has passed away and you're still waiting for your visa when that to come uh, to, to you so that you can travel to the UK. What you need to do at that point is let the business school office know about it, plus the international tier for compliance. So there we as a university are aware that you're facing difficulty or a delay within getting your visa so that we can make um, rightful resources available for you at that point. But let's say our teaching starts on the 26th of September for all students. If you're getting late and you're getting after the registration deadline, which is 7th of October, then you need to let us know because there are certain times that the university will close the registration, which means that even if you're arriving after that date, you won't be able to register for that academic year. And the university will then ensure that if there is something that could be done to put you to the next academic year, is that what we will do, but that will also save you from all the way coming here and all those kind of expenses and questions you had. So what I will advise is that if you are facing a delay in your visa, then please contact our tier for compliance at greenwich.ac.uk, international office, specifically your agents, and also let the business school at greenwich.ac.uk know about it. So we as a university are aware and do whatever is best in our hands to support you to start your journey with us. Perfect. And we'll put all these email addresses and links on our um, Instagram story, which is GRE Business. So if you want to see the emails written out, you can see them there. Um, moving on to the next question that another student asked. They were interested about like personal tutor information. So when do students normally get their information of who their personal tutor is going to be? So usually, you will, if you're a new student, you will find out about your personal tutor during Welcome Week. Um, it will be timetabled and you'll have like a session with them. And typically, if you're an undergraduate student, this will be for your personal and professional development um, module. Is that the right module? Yeah, personal professional development yes. for undergrad. And I don't know the one. The other, the other one is global business strategies. That's specifically for MBA, MA students. 
who are coming to study with us. And that's where their personal tutor will be assigned and they will be able to find out. It's also an easy way that once they have completed their registration and get on their timetable, they can go on their student records on the portal, uh, click on the student information, which will have their profile and a personal tutor name on the okay. bottom. So it's up to them. But if, again, you know, if they are unable to locate them due to any reasons, then they can always contact business school at greenstudy.uk. Yeah. Uh, you can also call us, so we'll give the number in the interlude. <laughs> yeah. um, brilliant. So another thing that is kind of on people's mind is um, learning induction information. And from what I know, that's done on Moodle. Can you give me a bit more information? Absolutely. That is on the Moodle. And I think those students uh, who are traveling internationally would not have seen that Moodle information. Yeah. Plus also those who are in sixth standard or uh, studying in the UK, local home students might also not have that particular thing within their school or colleges at that particular point. So induction week is the 19th of September, which means that whatever you're studying, your induction will be either one of that day, and that will be told to you via when you've completed registration by a university member to let you know what date and time it will be. It will also show on your timetables thingy. But uh, basically, the Moodle is an information hub or a learning hub, you can say, which is having all the information to your lectures, your submissions, your course materials, your program handbook, basically a one-stop for your learning experience. Which, Everything you'll need to know. Yes, absolutely. And also it's for, you know, you will also find your tutors, module leader, program leader, or your, or your lecturer who would be also having their contact details there. So you can also try to contact them uh, from that information, but it is important for you to register to get on the Moodle and to get access to all those learning material the university have provided for your specific course yeah. and that's quite helpful going forward. So it's kind of like a dominoes effect, as soon as you register, well not soon as, but when you register you will receive your timetable soon after. Once that's done you can also get access Moodle which will have all the other information so Absolutely. everything's kind of stored in one place. And also in a way that if they feel, if they feel there is something missing or something wrong that is a good time to also correct and notify yeah. any member of staff so that we can I mean, we'll also help you even you're late in, in that sense, but it's, it's better to be earlier and quicker so that we can get the right information yeah. for you and give you a good start for, for a better academic year. Yeah, try to make any changes that need to happen before you kind of start, before um, you start your studying. Once they've done that, obviously they need to know their email, they need to access the Edirome Wi-Fi and some of the, U um, the Office 365 softwares. How do they access this? Some people won't have logged into Edirome before, things like that. Yeah, no, that's completely understandable. So what usually happens is if you're a new student, you'll receive two emails from the university, one which will contain your username and the other which will contain your password. And that is what you use to log in for everything. So that is what you use to log into the portal to complete registration. It's what you use to log into your emails um, and to download the Office 365 software. You can obviously change your password once you've you know logged in for the first time. Um, if you don't, ever receive that email or if you're experiencing issues when you're logging in, it's definitely a good idea to contact our IT team so they can look into it. Um, you can contact them by emailing itservicedesk at gre.ac.uk or calling the IT number. So when you have access into the portal, that's where you'll find your email. Um, so the university uses Outlook. Um, it's a good idea to really get used to using it because all of your communications will be sent to Outlook. We won't be emailing your personal email anymore. Um, and it's good to stay up to date through Outlook. 
Um, you can also download like the Outlook app and log in that way as well using your username and password. Um, with Edirome, it's the exact same principle. You'll be using your username and your password that you use for Portal. Um, it is different for Android and iPhone. I can't say exactly how. Uh, for iPhone, it's pretty straightforward. You just use your username and password, but for Android, it's a bit different. But we have a website dedicated to how to access Edirome. If you're having difficulties still, you can contact IT team and they can help you. Uh, we're really lucky that we have Office 365 software, free to use for all students and staff. You just download the apps and you can log in with the credentials. And again, any issues, just contact IT. Brilliant. So yeah, one thing to note is the university will contact students before they register with their personal email address that they applied with. And then as soon as they're registered, they will no longer be contacted on that personal account. They will be contacted through their university account. So that's a good thing to notice. Um, brilliant. And then my final question is, once students are here, they're on campus, they've settled in, but they've got some questions, where do they find both of you? <laughs> it's an amazing question again. I think it's a, we would like to welcome them on our campuses going forward. And I think the most easiest way to find us is Queen Mary 240. That also sounds confusing. But I think it's more about Queen Mary building that is located next to the car park. Uh, you just enter from any entrance you have, you put the signage up, which will basically take your hand and pick you to us if you have any questions. There's lifts also, so if you are looking to come within that route, you're also allowed to. Uh, basically, that area is called Student Help Desk. That is a one-stop shop for every business student. So whatever your question is, right, whether that is applying for an EC, confused about your grades, or even worried about your Wi-Fi or anything, logging in the portal, what you can do is always come to us and talk to us in that space, Queen Mary 240. We open nine to five, Monday to Friday. And uh, what we basically will ensure is that we do our best to give you the direction you need to handle your query or give you the outcome which will help you to achieve whatever you're looking for. So basically, once again, I'll say a one-stop shop for all Greenwich business students so they can come with any query and what I always say to students is that there's no question which is silly. So just be open, come knocking on our doors. Uh, it's not a door, but it's an open space. <laughs> so you can come there and you, you can ask us anything you want uh, without any hesitation or anything, because we're here to help you. And we'd love to see you. Do you have an email address? We do have an email address. That is business school with three S's in the middle at greenwich.ac.uk. Uh, it's the easiest email in the whole university. Amazing. Well, that is all the questions that I want to know, the students want to know. So thank you so much for joining us and giving us so much information. It's been a pleasure. Um, like I said earlier, if you check us out and follow us on Instagram, which is GRE Business, you'll find a highlight at the top of our feed and we'll have links to what we've talked about today as well as what we've talked about in all the other podcasts. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music. Subscribe to never miss an episode.